When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. See a friends, your weekly see a thieves voyage. I'm last call for lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady, and I'm Darkest Warhawk. Today we're gonna be talking about things we want to see in Sea of Thieves. One thing I really want to see in Sea of Thieves: more ocean life. Oh yeah, we have talked about this extensively. I've been talking about this since day one. <laughs> <laughs> I need more than just sharks i want to see sea turtles i want to see jellyfish stingrays i want dolphins i want i want to look off the side of my ship and even though we looked at the name for it but i don't remember what it was i have a fear of whales i want to look off the side of the ship and see a whale that is a real fear what was the name of that fear it's okay somebody can tell us somebody will listen to this and leave us a comment um it, it is kind of a bummer that, like, you don't really see sea life until you get close to an island. And as you're swimming up to the island, you start to see, you know, the coral and the leaves and the fish and that kind of stuff. Cetophobia. There you there go. There you go. Fear of whales. That's me. But, yeah, I, w- I want the sea. I want the oceans to feel more alive. And, and I, I get... Like, because we can kill the animals. Like, we can kill pigs, we can kill chickens, we can kill sharks. I get that you might not want to introduce maybe, you know, whale hunting in your game. Because that's, you know, frowned upon in in the world. But you, I feel like you could make it as, like, you can't even hurt the whales. You can't do damage to the whales. Or dolphins, because I know people, you know, are don't want dolphins in their tuna and stuff like that. And sea turtles. You don't want to hurt the sea turtles. No, oh yeah, after after that video of the sea turtle with the straw up his nose, yeah, you don't want to hurt any sea turtles. <laughs> no, I I like that idea, and we might have touched upon it earlier too in a few uh, episodes before, but I think that would be you know interesting, right? Just a, another way. I I think I just had a a realization again, so to say, but I was sailing and and just to see the water, I just think they do it such a beautiful job of how the waves kind of go around the boat, and I would think it would be pretty cool to to your point, Anthony. Um, to have a whale like jump out of the water just you know away from the boat something of that nature near the boat but it kind of just jumps and it goes and maybe you you can follow it for a little bit but to your point you can't hit it um and if you do maybe like a merm the merm folk come out and then you automatically spawn mermaids i don't know something of that nature 
um, would be kind of cool. But that you could being able to tune in, having dolphins kind of swim up in, in the front of your boat as as you're off on the on the bowsprit, and you see these dolphins kind of jumping, going with the boat. I think would be really cool. Just something different um, aspect that they could add to the game that would make it more personable, more you know, fun loving, something of that nature. And then with the sea turtles, I mean sea turtles. You know how with the Pirates of the whole Caribbean, I I wonder if they could even incorporate that into a future Tall Tale or something like that. You have Jack Sparrow coming up to your boat on riding on two sea turtles. Um, you know something of that nature might be kind of a fun way they can interject with the whole Disney and 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 the the movies in the you know from the past. Yeah, I just feel like it would be really cool if you when you jumped off your ship there was stuff in the water. I don't see why that's not possible. Like you don't it doesn't have to be an interactable thing, you know? Like you don't have to be able to interact with that sea turtle or that whale or that dolphin or anything at all just for the water to look more alive, just for the environments to be built out. And I do wonder if they're heading in that direction because if you think about the new tall tales, they have added things to the depths of the ocean like that's in the new tall tales that you swim all the way down and that there's something down there um and even like the merchant voyages they've added more shipwrecks and stuff like that so there i do think that it's totally possible that they're going to bring the oceans to life i just agree i would just love to see more like creatures and ocean life and even i mean and this could be the easiest one because they already have the character you know, the internal character model for this. Give me more than just fucking great white sharks, man. Give me hammerhead sharks. Give me tiger sharks. And, and that's really only really sharks I know. But give me more sharks, at, at least. You know, I feel like, I mean, I don't, I'm not a game developer, and I don't know how <coughs> what goes into making video games, but I feel like you have the skeleton there. Just put a new skin on top. Yeah. Just something to think about, Rare. No, I, I agree. And, and you could have some fun with it, and, and it not to get all sciencey on it whatnot but like maybe a hammerhead head shark is you get those and you're closer to the shore or you know a, a tiger shark maybe that's faster swimming so that they you know more aggressive they attack you you know in a different way like it it's a way you can incorporate something to your point lunch on on you already have in the game but it's a way that we can kind of incorporate it and make it a little just a just tweak it just just enough that it can you know play a different role within the game itself yeah and then even leaving from the ocean, you, you, you see there, there have been cave paintings or rock paintings and stuff you've seen, you see in the game of, you know, villagers and then, you know, pointing up to the sky and there's like a giant bird, you know, I think that'd be kind of cool like as, some, as some sort of, you know, we have Meg's randomly attack. We have Kraken's randomly What if like a giant fucking bird attacked? Well, you saying that really related to the next thing that I was going to say, which is like, you know, Rare has already added these new fantastical creatures that they've built, right? These these ocean crawlers and the different kinds of ocean crawlers. Like, those things, whether it's giant birds or maybe a giant crab. Is that a little too, um, what's the guy, Tamatoa from Moana? Um, but there are, there are like the cave rock style paintings of like giant crabs too. Um, maybe those things and these, and new like fantastic sea creatures also exist. No, but I, I agree about that, like, it's always funny when you look back at the the history books or all these, you know, in real life tall tales where, you know, the, the pirates or, or other ships sailing across, like in, in real life, they would see things out there, um, you know, something lurking at night. It could have been different phenomenon, whatever it might be. But I think that would be an interesting 
touch that they could they could put in they could tease again that just kind of is like wait what was that and and again just kind of spark and, and peak curiosity of players to to either a check it out or you know just to marvel at it itself i was thrilled to see more kraken in the tall tales um so i think that could be another opportunity for like to expand upon the kraken because right now in the lore of the game the kraken that you that we encounter on our ship is a baby kraken so where is you know where like where's the mama kraken and what are the krakens out there doing all the krakens are dead the mama kraken's dead too big mother but they're clearly not because we're what are we fighting we fight the same kraken over and over again we don't we never kill the kraken the kraken runs away i understand that but i'm just saying like they've set these rules but they can break their own rules so what do you so those are a few things i want to see brought to the game what would you guys like to see what would you guys like to see brought to the game whether it be like mechanics or 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 just anything really you know it's been it's been talking for a while now and um you know especially people that have been playing for years you know i'm sure for you lunch uh you know wanting to see and i know they've expanded and done a bunch um since the first update but I think that more and more people obviously want to see like more ships on on the sea itself, right? So having bigger, larger servers to handle uh, six ships, seven ships, whatever it might, you know, whatever that magic number is. And I know that Rare, um, Sea of Thieves, you know, devs have all talked about that they have just enough space, you know, outposts, blah, 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 for, you know, the ships that they have to kind of give enough space, but to be able to see all the ships, right? So with that, especially with the new updates from the Tall Tales, uh, with the Pirate's Life, it, it appears that they are teasing, you know, possibly new expansions of areas. You know, they've they removed kind of that that smoke, the 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 shroud um, from a few areas. So it's kind of makes you wonder, you know, is there something going up um, on on like the south side of the map? Are they going to expand, you know, beyond? Uh, what the current map is I think that would be kind of another way they can kind of freshen it up a little bit more um, and, and and continue to have a new area to keep players you know intertwined and, and going so that's something I think I would like to see especially being I mean even with being a newer player um, you know just kind of seeing what they can kind of do from from that aspect I know I was on um, I was on Twitter and, and, and taking a look before and I did see and I, I forgive me um, if you are listening to this, I, I can't give you the shout out you deserve, but um, they had a Reaper's chest that was outside of the actual map, and they went and got it just to see what would happen. And the Red Sea didn't, you know, didn't hurt them. Nothing happened. So to me, that seemed like if if, if a Reaper chest is is you know possibly you know going outside of the parameters of the map, but they they might be looking to expand on something like that and. Um, you know, kind of take it from 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 there to have more instances. Now, whether that's part of a new tall tale coming forward um, or not, I don't know. But that would be something I think would be exciting to see. Yeah, I feel like they could add um, quite a bit to those areas that kind of opened up at the bottom and and the west side and everything. I mean, we've already seen it, right? We have the coral fortress up north that is there. We have these portals that have risen out of you know these ugly godforsaken portals that have risen out of the water um and then even even the final tall tale you know you have that that fortress right uh, the the giant mermaid statues raising out of the water so like you know there could be something that happens later on 
down the road where like all of a sudden these these lost islands or something have risen out of the water and that's how like oh now we have new islands to go to another thing i would like to see too and and this is just more i know people like the pve pvp element um and, and continue that obviously but um as as a newer player someone that's really just starting to get more and more into the tall tales um i've been jumping around a little bit from where i can obviously i've locked um tall tales but I was playing the last two, and it'd be interesting to see kind of them expand upon that. Not necessarily just within a pirate's life, but I, I would assume that Disney slash Rare Sea of Thieves are looking for ways that they can obviously continually integrate, you know, together. So I believe, you know, they said Jack Sparrow is going to return, you know, within the Tall Tale itself. So I know that's going to happen, right? We're going to have probably hopefully more tall tales with within that storyline. But how can they, you know, give us another couple tall tales that further along either a new world event or something of that nature where later down the line it continuously goes with, you know, the tall tales within Pirates of the Caribbean kind of coming out. I think that would be, for me, really cool. There's not all the time where I want to just grind and get treasure or, you know, emissary value and all that. It's just nice to take it back once in a while and get you know do a tall tale here and there and not that we don't have enough especially me um you know with with having to complete them five times it would be interesting for them to shake it up a little bit go back to the sea of thieves tall tales and then you know reintroduce then the pirates of the caribbean one later down the line yeah i that's the one thing with the the the, the pirates life tall tales is it doesn't expand much on the Sea of Thieves lore. It does a bit, especially towards the end. But I wouldn't mind seeing a few more, you know, tall tales that expand more so on the Sea of Thieves lore before we before we come back to, to Jack Sparrow and all them. Because, you know, it's, if, if you're actually, if you're into the lore and you pay attention when you're doing the tall tales and stuff, it's the stories are really, really good and they're emotional and they, they touch on your heartstrings and they, they make you angry at certain people. Like, they, they're really, they're really fantastic. Yeah, I 100% agree, and obviously coming in, um, I, I guess we're going to have a counter on how many times I'm going to say I'm a newer player, but when I come in you know, to the game and, and you see all these different heads in the sky and or events going on, you don't really know. You can kind of you know ask your friends that you play with, and obviously lunch, you know, you've been a wonderful resource for that for me just personally, but for other new players, obviously it's 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 you know, in it to themselves to do to do the tall tales to kind of figure it out. And, and I did have some aha moments when I was completing the last two and kind of how that furthered things along. And, and, and it was kind of nice to see that, you know, with the events already in and then learning about it almost after. It, it would have been exciting, obviously, to be part of it, you know, while it was happening. But it was kind of connected a lot of bridges for me. To, to go back and see those tall tales and 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 it makes me excited because you're right it does tug in your heartstrings it does make you you know think differently and and especially for me for how i play video games it's a way to escape you know reality obviously so to be able to to integrate myself into this emotional story and background it's just a fun aspect for you know for the game in itself so i, I would love to see that kind of be expanded upon continuously well, Sea of Thieves has done something that a lot of other videos have done or video games have done, which is like introduce these really meaningful characters. And 
I think I'm hoping that this latest set of tall tales has opened that up a little bit because a lot of the early tall tales are, you know, the, the, the tragedies of their ends or, you know, the, the, the reason that they have left the sea of thieves and are no longer on the sea of thieves or the reason that they're no longer pirates or whatever it is. And so now with the, the latest tall tales kind of expanding that and bringing those characters back in, um, I'm hoping that that we get to interact with these these characters of legend on the Sea of Thieves a little bit more. Yeah, it it kind of leads into and and not not to necessarily go to this next level on this, but there's been always speculations about a Sea of Thieves two, or you know, we always think about what's next, and and we're not necessarily satisfied, obviously, of what we have, um, but you know, we're always looking for more and. I love how Sea of Thieves has has created this ambiance and and continuously improved upon the game. You look at so many games nowadays and and everyone's just expecting, oh, I can't wait for the next one and it's a way for that game to just re redo, you know, keep the same mechanics but redo the entire game. Not that it wouldn't be cool to see, you know, a whole different world, but I don't understand, you know, wouldn't understand the reason why within Sea of Thieves um, to, to do something like that. So it's crazy to think that this game's been around for three years. It's it's continuously built upon itself uh, to almost feel like a different game, but having that same nostalgic feeling from when it first was, was released. So I think it's just something that they've done a really good job to maintain and to build upon, where so many other games just look to... You know, update, new game comes out. It's basically the same thing, but just a little bit different appearance, a little bit different feel. As uh, people who know more about games than me, does this... Are there any other games that are comparable, like, to this style of, you know, one world that they build upon a lot over time, whose player base, you know, doesn't really, like... It fluctuates, but it doesn't take a dive. Um, Is there anything else that's, like, comparable to this? For me, I'd say Destiny, maybe, when it, especially when it comes to having a 1 and a 2. <clears throat> I was a huge Destiny fan. I loved the first Destiny so much. It was, I think, top-notch game. I played it on P. I put, like, a 1,000 hours on PS4. I put over a 1,000 hours on Xbox. You know, if they had friends, I played both. I had six characters. I had three at each. I just, I loved Destiny. And they kind of did the same thing. After, like, after like three or four years, they jumped over and released Destiny 2. And it was it brought in it was the same world, same a lot of the same characters, new story, new areas to the world, and you couldn't really go to the older areas. And they slowly started bringing older areas back while getting rid of newer areas and stuff. And, but now they've changed things in Destiny Two. Like I don't play Destiny Two anymore. I just kind of fell out and stuff. But they've changed things to where I don't know. It just the the switch from Destiny One to Destiny Two it added new mechanics, and uh, and obviously the graphics got way better. But I don't. It just didn't. It didn't have the same feel. And over time, I just lost interest because of that. And uh, sad, I mean, with a Sea of Thieves two, if they ever did one, that could. I mean, that could be the thing, right? Like they could. It could just not have the same feel to it, which you don't want. But I mean, I th- honestly like. I don't. I don't think they could ever do a Sea of Thieves two. While they're still. Hanging on to the Xbox One. Xbox One S and Xbox One X. I think that the older systems would hold it back. And with Microsoft then wanting everyone to play anything on everything pretty much for a few years. Uh, so I don't think any thought of maybe another Sea of Thieves would happen. 
but I think there could be things that if they did were you know they could work on a new engine to make things better, make things work better, and fix things. But then, where what do you do? Do you just like oh, it's a brand new game, but you start a new character, but it's the same world? Is it a game where you kind of transfer your character over? Like where do you where would you where how do you how do you implement things to be like well why why is why do I have to start a new character? Where's my old character? Why do I have to start from the beginning again? Kind of kind of deal because again that was again with Des- with Destiny you could import your character from Destiny one to Destiny two if you wanted, but then all of a sudden it was like I'm level one again. I mean, and they wrote that into the story of like why you lost your powers and all that stuff. But I was actually thinking about this for for a potential, like if they ever did see a thieves two and what they could do, and have it be like not the same world. You've seen it in games. In the past few years, like Fortnite started doing it, and then Destiny Two did it a few times. But you would log in, and there'd be this event that you get to watch and experience, and that changes the game going forward. So that could be a thing. Mm. Like maybe, maybe you know, they're coming towards the end of Sea of Thieves One. You know, maybe a week or two out from launch. And then you log into the game, and there's some sort of event. There's like an asteroid or something that hits the seas, demolishes a lot of things. Islands get destroyed. Islands get changed and rearranged. Things can move around. And that could be a way of being like, this is why things look different. These are why things are, you know, not the same. This is why I have a new character. Maybe my character died. Or, you know, you can bring your old character over. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think upon that, too, they've, they've kind of almost introduced it themselves where they have these portals, right? So you could almost have an entirely different map or region, at least you could go to, uh, by introducing these type of portals. And, and it's, it's a way that they can expand upon the game and almost make it feel like a, you know, a second game kind of coming out. I think, I think the way they've built it with the Xbox you know, Game Pass and Ultimate, um, you know, I don't see the, the rationale for them to do a two when they can continuously build upon this, that, that they're continuously getting, you know, more and more players. Um, so I, I, I don't see the need for it to your point now. I do think it would be cool to have events. Um, heck if we were all on our ships and we, you know, we were called to arms to take over Flameheart soul forever, something of that nature where we can get on our ships, help fight a little bit. And then, you know, watch it all come down, I think would be a really cool aspect that they could introduce that I think has been successful for other games. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think there, there is ways they can kind of alter it that, that, that change the course a little bit without even having to introduce a brand new game. Oh, totally. Like, I I don't think they should ever do a Sea of Thieves 2. I, my idea years ago was, like, if, if, if they ever decide to make a game at, like, we're done with Sea of Thieves, all right? My idea was, like, Sea of Thieves in space. Call it Sea of Stars. Now you're a space pirate. That'd be cool. But, no, I don't think they ever need to do a Sea of Thieves 2. I think there's so much going on that they can constantly expand. And, we, I mean, <clears throat> and to that point, we have had moments like that in the past where things have happened in the game that changed the course of the game granted it's not like you know granted and for cfd it's like a two-week event you know but like uh you know we're 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 fighting wanda the warsmith and now because of what she was doing and what we were doing now cursed cannonballs are in the game you know we did two tall tales and because of that now flame hearts in the game so there are things there are events that have happened that alter the course of the game 
similar to but they're they're, they're longer you know player based events as opposed to just logging in and watching something happen but i wouldn't mind that either log in watch something happen and then like up ref, update refreshes and then like something has changed a bit a hundred percent that's but that's what i think keeps those players um within within the game realm itself right so having that having those events and those little things like that is is a great way in my opinion to to bridge that for people to still be interested new players to kind of come in and learn about that lore you know later on or, or during the time but I, I just that's why I think it's it's just a wonderful way how they have a position to continue to grow another thing too is like when I get a new game and that's the same game basically just a you know updated version for the new year uh, there's so much you can do in Sea of Thieves. I mean, people that have been playing since day one have not been able to obviously purchase, get all the equipment, all the sales, um, whatever it might be. There's there's still so many accommodations, things that you can do that, that continues this journey that, that kind of keeps you hungry to continue to play. And, and that was always a frustration of mine is when you do so much work in one game and then all of a sudden a new game of the same type come out and you have to basically start over. And not that starting over is bad because it's always something new, fresh, blah, blah, blah. But it's just something that I think they can continue to hone in on. And there's still so much left you know, for people to do. You watch all these big streamers and they don't have everything. They may have a lot of stuff, but they don't have everything you know, uh, unlocked and, and, and good to go. So I think it's just a, you know, another way that they can kind of, it, it holds people in to continuously try to almost 100% the game, even though that's not necessarily possible in this type of atmosphere. But it's just a way, again, to, to, to hold viewers, hold, hold players um, accountable and, and to continue to come back. Yeah, like there are a lot of games out there now that do, you know, games as a service that, that that's like the standard model now and there are still a lot of games that do games as a service that then do like a new game the following year and i don't want to see see at these turn into that i like i like having the one game expanded it i like knowing that i've spent all this time in this one area and stuff and but i mean overwatch has an overwatch 2 coming out and uh but what they're doing is it's overwatch plus a bunch of new stuff and they're just calling it overwatch 2 right so, so it's just like an expansion pass within it but it gives mm -hmm. it that new feel people i mean for a game like overwatch and i don't know i haven't played um and i don't even know when it came out but that's just a thing like if it's if it's a game that gets to that point where it has been a few years it seems like well that game's old right i mean that's something they also have to worry about and just putting a two on it that that makes it seem new and exciting and different but I think the way again they've marketed, especially with the pirates um, expansion pass, so to say, within Sea of Thieves. I think that's a way that they can hone in on continuing that and and, and keeping it exciting, right? Oh yeah, and I feel they're I I feel like they're good at that. Like you know, they're the game has its its fan base. You know, the, it has the people that are going to stay here no matter what. Right. I mean, granted, I've lately I've seen a lot of people on Twitter being like, I'm done. I'm leaving for a while. You know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, good. That's, you know, more people to come see me stream, you know, see you later. Um, but I feel like that the, this community ha it has this community that's going to stay with it no matter what. But also, they're really good at bringing in huge numbers with these big reveals that they do. You know, they brought in huge numbers 
when they introduced Pirate's Life. They brought in huge numbers when they decided to release on Steam as opposed to just Windows and, and Xbox. They brought in huge numbers when they when they first introduced the Tall Tales for the year one anniversary. So I think they, they know what they're doing. You know, they know how to get people to come and how to get more people to stay. Um, and, and not to necessarily shift gears, I think we, you know, we're talking about CTs. I think other things to consider or things that might be interesting to see is that, you know, how many times have we gone out and, you know, sunk or sunk somebody else and you, and then somebody else rolls up on you or, you know, some type of event happens where you're not able to get the treasure. I think we just talked about this. I think it would be kind of fun to see. Um, and I believe lunch, it was your idea or thoughts about it, but you know, it, there already is treasure that washes ashore, but if you're close to somewhere, it'd be kind of interesting to see that this slowly progresses and moves over. And I get that, you know, it's heavy treasure and it's going to sink and, um, but it'd be kind of a fun way to see if there's another way that you could get some of that back. If it, you know, a washes ashore, if you're near an Island or, um, you know, if we could, you know, partner with the merfolk or something of that nature where you know they bring you the most valuable treasure back and maybe that's just the one you get um but i i understand that also you know takes away from the game itself and, and not to make it easier for people uh, but it'd be just kind of uh, cool to see something of that nature because i feel i i don't know you it, i i was just playing the other night um and doing the tall tale and I, I got all the you know a few artifacts nothing major but i've never obviously sold them so i didn't know what the the cost what what they brought in blah 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 and it'd be nice just to turn something in and i was dumb i, I got hit by a cannon it didn't even realize it from from an island and i had a hole right and so i'm, I'm going to the next part of of the mission and all of a sudden i'm just in the water i didn't even know my like ship sank basically that's bad pirate bad pirating right oh. there that's yeah, I, I didn't have a lot of things. Again, I was doing a tall tale, but I was curious, right? So I, I swam up to it, obviously, immediately. I touched it, um, you know, try to keep it on the surface. I, I did respond back in the roar, not even, you know, two islands away, maybe not even that, that far um, from, from a block standpoint. And I got there, and it was it was already gone, right? And, and again, it was just my tall tale items um, from, from doing the, uh, what was it, the second to last tall tale um, so some of the art, or yeah, some of the artifacts you could kind of dig up. I was just kind of curious what that would bring in some of the trinkets, um, and they were already gone. And I, I literally wasn't even gone for two minutes from from the same spot, and they were already gone, right? So I, I it's hard to just kind of judge. And, and again, that's just my woe. I should have obviously taken care of taking care of my ship, but um, just kind of makes you know you think of of what are those respawn rates? How does that treasure drop? Because you see every every big streamer that touch you know touches the treasure and it stays up for a couple of minutes. They can go on for a naval battle and it still stays there. But you know my three or four items that I had sunk almost immediately. So it's just kind of how does that translate in and, and go? And there's other ways that maybe those could wash ashore or something that I could at least have some hope for. Um, might be something also to to bring into the game. That would be cool if stuff washed ashore. I feel like that would be neat to see. Stuff that, yeah, I, I would like that. That would be a cool mechanic that, like, your stuff or an enemy's stuff washes ashore. I mean, things do wash ashore. I mean, they don't actually wash ashore. They just spawn on shores, but you know what I'm saying. That I think that would be a really cool mechanic. I'd One of the things I'd like to see is I'd like to be, like, I'm up here high on this uh, top of the island. And, uh, oh, you're on my ship. You're on the ship, you know. I want you to harpoon up to, to me, and then I want to be able to, like, 
slide down on the rope. I think that'd be really cool. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Like a especially if, Yeah, especially if like someone comes up behind you and and they harpoon your ship to get closer and and you're trying to shoot them, knock them off, whatever it may be. But to be able to just jump on that and, and <laughs> kind of fly to them and be able to kind of board, that would be an interesting aspect to to bring into the game. Yeah, the uh, the day that harpoons were introduced into the game, that was the, the first thing I tried. I went to an island, I harpooned up high, you know, and then I, I was like, can I climb it? No. Can I go up and slide down? No. And recently in, like, the official Sea of Thieves podcast, <clears throat> They talked about how they tried that mechanic, but they just couldn't get it to work right. So at least I know that, you know, that's something that they did work on before they even, you know, told people, you know, a year later that, you know, we did work on it. We tried it when we first did it, but it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Can you imagine like taking a chain shot? You have the two balls on the side you can hold on to. You throw it over and just, you know, zoom on down to, to wherever <laughs> you want to go. That'd be, that'd be an interesting aspect. That'd be awesome. See, that, just... that would be cool right there. Like, you can only do it if you have a chain shot on you. Right. That, um, that, I like that idea right there. Another aspect I was just kind of thinking of, just kind of came to my head, is that, you know, we have Suds, right? So he's he's the astronomer. He's, he's talking. It'd be kind of cool if on some of these taller islands, if Suds, like, set up a uh, telescope or sorts that maybe, you know, at night, just because you can see easier or even during the day, but maybe it's like a, a higher powered telescope that we can see further from our, you know, than, than what we can get from our, our, you know, eye of reach or, or whatnot. Maybe that might be something interesting too, that if you want to see just a little bit further past the sea that you can't normally see, if you go to these, one of these vantage points um, to see if an incoming ship's coming, if, 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 you know, there's something on the horizon to, to go after that might be something that could change it a little bit more interesting and, and also go with the lore of the game and, and, you know, with suds and how they have all these things on, on all these islands. Generally, you can find some type of way that they were looking at the stars or telescopes or whatnot. I think that might be interesting to kind of see, um, maybe dynamic too. Yeah, it sucks. You, you come across a lot of stuff on the islands that are only for specific tall tales. It would be nice if like they had, um, you know, the reasons to be used outside of those those specific tall tales. So I like that's a good idea too, man. Being able to see further than your your puny spyglass off into the distance. Well, with that part too, you know, and, and spoiler alert, kind of from one of the tall tales, but on on one of the islands, I won't give it if you haven't played the tall tale. I just started it. But with, with Jim Stitcher's hideout, like you have to enter a code and it'd be kind of cool if maybe there was something that, uh, you know, Sea of Thieves on, on, on some of these vaults or something that they could tweet out and, and have like the code of the day or you have to input the symbols and maybe it opens up and you get a captain's chest or you get some random piece of treasure. Um, it, although small, I think if you are visiting that island for whatever reason, you're able to do it. It's a way that I think that see if these could connect still more with their community um and and then also have a slight reward for it it could be randomized it could have you know an athena maybe built in there on some days if, if it's like a point you know whatever the percentage is to try to get it but i think that might be another interesting way that you can kind of keep people on islands and checking things to uh, you know just just trying to test their luck roll the dice so to say for for some rewards to kind of include what you said there lunch 
Yeah, it'd be nice. It ha- it would have to be something that like it resets like every hour or so. Yeah, so every hour, to... every couple days in game, something like that that they already do for like the cannon crates. Um, and, and I, I they've got to have ways to know like if a pirate's already received it, you know, from that day. Um, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, they have all these accommodations, and, and I, there's got to be a way they can, I, I would believe, to, to figure something like that out, but I think it would be an interesting dynamic. So we're going to move on ahead real quick. Uh, Dark's got a story. He got pulled over by the police, and he's that's gonna he's going to tell us this story. But before we get to this week's tall tale, it's our weekly boxy call. Yeah. 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 All right, all right, Mr. Bill, tell us about tell us about your experience with the sea police and uh, what happened that day, that fateful night or day. Um, so I'll do almost a bearded call too. I think uh, beard always says yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll get into that <laughs> uh, as well. But so I, again, I'm, I, I talked about the tall tale. I was I was just logged in, starting a tall tale, have nothing on me. Um, was going to Jim Stitcher's hideout, and uh, you know, again, just kind of prolonging the tall tale, going, and all of a sudden, I hear a boat. You know, or don't hear, I see a boat kind of approaching, and I'm like, you know, what do I got to lose? I'm I'm only doing a tall tale. I've got no treasure. I don't even have an emissary up. I, I don't even know if I changed the sails on my ship. Um, whatever it might be. So this guy rolls up, and and he he parks right next to me, right in my broadside, but I'm not in his. And he, he brings up his microphone and uh, he, he, he calls out and he's like, uh, hello, this is the uh, SOT PD uh, here for a routine check. And I'm like, what the heck? Okay. So I'm, I'm like, what's state your business kind of thing? And, and he's like, you know, we're, we're out right now. We're checking for foul skulls. Just want to make sure you're, you're transporting them correctly. You know, may I come aboard? And, and I asked the guy, you know, again, he's obviously just trying to have fun with the game and, and create his own little world within it. So I replied back and I was like, I, I don't see any lights, you know, no, no red, no red and blue, no poison berries. What, um, how do I know you're a true cop and not just one of those thieving pirates? And he's like, that's a good call. You know, I, uh, I haven't had the time. I just logged in, man. I, I got to kill myself. I got to put myself ablaze. It's just too much work right now. I'm like, oh, so you're an undercover PD right now. He's like, that's right. That's right. So I'm like, all right, yeah, come aboard. And he's like, feel free, you know, keep your, keep your firearm out if you're, if you're still skeptical, but we are just the police again, doing a routine check. Um, do you mind if we, we aboard? And I'm like, yeah, come on in. So I obviously raised my lantern. I, I allowed him to come on and, and he just, he gave me this whole spiel before even going anywhere. He's like, you know, again, we're, we're just doing this for a routine. Um, see if these police been, been on the force, you know, for, for 15 years, blah, 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 going, going over all this. I'm just geeking out in my mind. And, uh, he, he introduced himself and, his uh he was sir sir spurts a lot um shout out to you my my good lord here uh and and again he, he's you know talking how he's a sergeant come want to come aboard so he's like hey can you, you mind show me around I'll, I'll let you lead take me down to you know your bottom of your ship and and let's make sure you're doing everything properly again this is just routine if you as long as you're following all the guidelines you know there there won't be any fines or anything like that so i'm like okay so we go down there and obviously again i had nothing uh, didn't even pick up didn't even 
get treasure along the way by by finding the birds and he's like okay everything seems up to code and he went over to my oven and he almost looked like you're pretending to scrape his finger across to check for any grease or anything like that for a fire for up to code um and it was just kind of fun to kind of play around and and, and talk with him about it and, and kind of have the lightheartedness of this whole sea of thieves and i loved his line especially with um covid going around and everything going on you know he's like these foul skulls are obviously foul and we have a cough kind of going around, taking over the seas. We just want to make sure we're, we're you know, checking, make sure we're, we're holding this all accountable um, as we go. And, and wanted me to make sure I ha held it in the proper vessel, right? So it was a treasure chest or <laughs> ashen chest, he said, would be the best because it's locked in by fire. Um, and, you know, we, we kind of exchanged a little bit more. So it's just kind of a, a funny way that he incorporated within the game, a game within the game, so to say, um from that aspect so he, he said i obviously passed but if i do don't pass inspection next time it could cost you know a chest or a skull or something like that that he would have to obviously commandeer um you know or to take over because of of my um misguidance on that so it was again just really funny on that that instance and i was just about to check my map and he left and and saw another ship very close by which is ironic because it was in the roar um and all of a sudden i heard can of fire so i'm like what the heck and I look over, and, and, and my, my cop is just getting he obliterated. He had a drive-by uh, sloop shooting. And uh, so I'm like, well, <laughs> I met this guy. I've got, I've got to go and help him out, right? So I get over to him, and, uh, you know, I see this guy, and, and I'm like, hey, you know, this is my civil duty. You know, you need to pull over your boat. And, and this guy just wasn't having it. Um, and he seemed like a pretty new spawn, too. He didn't have anything on his ship. But, you know, he's firing back, so I started firing on him. Um, take down his mask, was able to board, you know, took him out. And then I called out obviously to, to, uh, Sergeant Sir Spurts a lot, had him try to come over. Well, the guy respond, obviously I wasn't paying attention. And, uh, you know, he, he starts attacking me. I get knocked off the ship. I, I come back on and I get blundered and I, I, I'm not sure if it was a blunderbuss, by the way. I don't know if it was Sir Spurts a lot, you know, missing out on, on me. Might've been a little friendly fire there. Um, but he inevitably uh, met the Ferry of the Damned as well. And we just exchanged some, uh, you know, fun words. We, we held a grog to each other. And, and as it was just a fun way that we could, again, explore the seas in a, in a different way. So that's kind of the tall tale. Just something fun, something different, out of the ordinary that, that caught me by surprise that I, I, I really did enjoy. So, Sir Spurts a lot. If you are listening, um, you know, I appreciated that. And, and hopefully others aren't aren't toxic and and, you know, again, kind of going with our whole theme here and continuously be a sea of friends. I love this story. It occurred to me listening to you tell it, though. It, I don't think that Sir Spurzlaw was doing this because he seems like a stand up gentleman. But it could be a tactic for somebody to get on your boat and just pretend to be like playful or whatever, just to see what you have on board. 100%. I think we see it, you know, with boxy beard, you know, all this time. And, and they, especially if they're going through Discord or something like that, they can talk to their buddy and say, you know, what, what they see, right? So I, I definitely understand it. Um, again, I don't know if I would have been as as nice with it being, you know, with, with me actually having loot. You know, just doing a tall tale, I had nothing to lose, right? If they sank me, right. I would go to an outpost and I could I could go from there. So I 100% agree with you on that. It was, I did get a little skeptical. I, I kind of left this part out, but he's like, you know, do you mind if me and my cadet, he's training, come aboard your vessel? And I said, of course, sure. Although the only person I saw was him. 
So I'm wondering, like, to that point, I'm like, okay, I don't see this other guy. Is this guy taking me under? The other guy climbs on my ship. He He's now pit? tucking. I didn't. I didn't notice. I, I don't believe so. What if he uh, had a dog? Because that would have been really cute. That would have been, and and possibly that was that's what it was. And I just didn't even notice because, it, you know, obviously it wouldn't make a sound. It would have appeared on the ship, and um, I would have missed it. Um, because he asked me how many people I had, and, and again, you know, it's it's kind of funny, like this whole internet trolling slash internet security. This guy is basically asking me for my my birth certificate, my social security number, where I'm from, all this stuff. And he's, he now knows I'm, I'm, I'm alone. So if he has a person, he already has beaten me on that. He's, he's looked at my ship. So it is kind of funny to that, to that aspect. But again, in my situation, I had nothing to lose. Um, and it was just a way to have fun. And again, when we were on the ferry of the dam, he just, he thanked me and, and said it was cool that, you know, we, he was able to play around, um, play along with it and, and kind of go, and I wasn't sure. He told me he had to do this four more times. So I don't know if he was streaming possibly um, and, and, and had to do this because of a something that, you know, somebody cashed in or, or whatever it might have been, maybe just a daily challenge for him and his, and his um, stream. But, again, it was just something out of the ordinary, not used to um, – because I always get, hey, we're friendly, we're friendly, and then they're not friendly. You know, that's that's always the biggest joke. But this was a unique way that that piqued my interest to kind of see you know where it would take. I that's that's one of the things I love about this game is just like all the ways people can have fun in it without doing adventures, without doing PvP. And I like the the story. I, I like that you you told the story. I like it because that's something I always say. Like we should do. Like put a red blue lights and then just like go around and pull people over and just have fun with it. And I feel like it's. I don't know. I don't know how many people. I feel like there's a good portion of people that maybe would play along because I've done stuff like that before. You know, I've I've played in the Uber driver. I've played Santa Claus, and you know, I once told a guy to leave me alone while I took a nap, and he just said okay, like as I was laying behind a rock. So I feel like I feel like even though there are a lot of people out there that that just want to have the bloodlust, but I feel like there are a lot of people who play this game who want to have those kind of interactions with other players and just have fun. Because I feel like you don't get that in a lot of other games. And I also feel it. I guess it it obviously depends on your comfortability. It depends on your knowledge of the game, possibly as well. And it depends more so on you're gonna size that crew up, right? So. In your mind, if, if you are letting them, if you have something to lose, in your mind, in my opinion, you are saying, I think I could beat you on a, you know, 1v1 or on a naval battle, right? So if you do play around with it and they do happen to overturn, I think you're, you in your mind think, I, I think I have a chance. I think I could overturn this. Whereas some other people may not be comfortable um, if they have a lot to lose, if they've been working hard to get something totally understandable, and maybe that's why they wouldn't want to play around with it. So I, I definitely get both sides. Um, but it is fun to interact when you have that that chance. I mean, you 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 take the sea of thieves how you want to take it. It can be, obviously, as we always say, a sea of friends. Um, but it's just interesting to see, as, as you said, lunch and, and uh, Miss Lunch Lady, you know, it's interesting to see how you can kind of interact, take the game to a different level um, that just kind of changes the course a little bit. And, and for me, at that point in time, it made me have a better day. I, I, I laughed. I, I enjoyed myself a lot more because of that interaction. And I that's, love it. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's what matters. And that's what we here at CF Friends are here to promote. Wholesome gameplay. Wholesome content. 
without rage quitting, without cursing at people and calling them names when they beat us. Or sending messages. Or telling them that they're sad because their dad left. Or saying that <laughs> they have a pee-pee small. Pee-pee small. Oh my god, that was my favorite. <laughs> you have a, a pee-pee small. Pee-pee small. Yeah, we, are, we, had, we had a bunch of stuff on board and we just, we weren't in the mood to fight and so we just ran, you know. We've been working at this thing for a while and like they would try to board, they would fail, they would get close, and they would just yell stuff at it, or not yell, but they would. You, you know, we're on, you know, they're typing stuff out, and one of them was just pp space s m o l small pp small. So now it's just become a joke, and we say it to each other all the time. All right, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate it. If you listen to this, don't forget you can watch this on YouTube. And if you did watch us on YouTube, you can find us and take us with you on the go and all your favorite podcast apps, aside from Spotify. We'll be there soon. If you have a question, comment, or concern, please don't have any concerns. You can tweet at us at the Sea of Friends or hit us up, seaoffriendspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Let us know a tall tale. You know, tell us some cool stuff that's happened to you in the game. Until next time, I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. I remember, it doesn't always have to be a sea of thieves. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.